Chapter 1, Section 3, Part 2 of Capital, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, visit LibriVox.org. This reading by Carl Manchester, 2007. Capital, Volume 1, by Karl Marx. Chapter 1, Section 3. B. Total or Expanded Form of Value. Z of commodity A equals U of commodity B, or V of commodity C, or equals W of commodity D, or equals commodity E, or equals etc. 20 yards of linen equals 1 coat, or equals 10 pounds of tea, or equals 40 pounds of coffee, or equals 1 quarter of corn, or equals 2 ounces of gold, or equals half a ton of iron, or equals etc. 1. The Expanded Relative Form of Value The value of a single commodity, the linen, for example, is now expressed in terms of numberless other elements of the world of commodities. Every other commodity now becomes a mirror of the linen's value. Footnote. For this reason we can speak of the coat value of the linen when its value is expressed in coats, or of its corn value when expressed in corn, and so on. Every such expression tells us that what appears in the use of values, cost, corn, etc., is the value of the linen. Quote, the value of any commodity denoting its relation in exchange, we may speak of it as corn value, cloth value, according to the commodity with which it is compared. And hence there are a thousand different kinds of value, as many kinds of value as there are commodities in existence, and all are equally real and equally nominal. End quote. A critical dissertation on the nature, measures and causes of value, chiefly in reference to the writings of Mr. Ricardo and his followers, by the author of Essays on the Formation, etc. of Opinions, London, 1825. S. Bailey, the author of this anonymous work, a work which in its day created much stir in England, fancied that, by thus pointing out the various relative expressions of one and the same value, he had proved the impossibility of any determination of the concept of value, however narrow his own views may have been, yet that he laid his finger on some serious defects in the Ricardian theory is proved by the animosity with which he was attacked by Ricardo's followers. See the Westminster Review, for example. End footnote. It is thus that for the first time this value shows itself in its true light as a congelation of undifferentiated human labour. For the labour that creates it now stands expressly revealed as labour that ranks equally with every other sort of human labour, no matter what its form, whether tailoring, ploughing, mining, etc., and no matter, therefore, whether it is realised in coats, corn, iron, or gold. The linen, by virtue of the form of its value, now stands in a social relation, no longer with only one kind of commodity, but with the whole world of commodities. As a commodity, it is a citizen of that world. At the same time, the interminable series of value equations implies that as regards the value of a commodity, it is a matter of indifference under what particular form or kind of use value it appears. In the first form, 20 yards of linen equals one coat, it might, for aught that otherwise appears, be pure accident that these two commodities are exchangeable in definite quantities. In the second form, on the contrary, we perceive at once the background that determines, and is essentially different from, this accidental appearance. 
The value of the linen remains unaltered in magnitude, whether expressed in coats, coffee, or iron, or in the numberless different commodities, the property of as many different owners. The accidental relation between two individual commodity owners disappears. It becomes plain that it is not the exchange of commodities which regulates the magnitude of their value, but, on the contrary, that it is the magnitude of their value which controls their exchange proportions. 2. The particular equivalent form. Each commodity, such as coat, tea, corn, iron, etc., figures in the expression of value of the linen, as an equivalent and, consequently, as a thing that is value. The bodily form of each of these commodities figures now as a particular equivalent form, one out of many. In the same way, the manifold concrete useful kinds of labour embodied in these different commodities rank now as so many different forms of the realisation or manifestation of undifferentiated human labour. 3. Defects of the total or expanded form of value. In the first place, the relative expression of value is incomplete because the series representing it is interminable. The chain of which each equation of value is a link is liable at any moment to be lengthened by each new kind of commodity that comes into existence and furnishes the material for a fresh expression of value. In the second place, it is a many-coloured mosaic of disparate and independent expressions of value. And lastly, if, as must be the case, the relative value of each commodity in turn becomes expressed in this expanded form, we get for each of them a relative value form, different in every case, and consisting of an interminable series of expressions of value. The defects of the expanded relative value form are reflected in the corresponding equivalent form. Since the bodily form of each single commodity is one particular equivalent form amongst numberless others, we have on the whole nothing but fragmentary equivalent forms, each excluding the others. In the same way also, the special, concrete, useful kind of labour embodied in each particular equivalent is presented only as a particular kind of labour, and therefore not as an exhaustive representative of human labour generally. The latter, indeed, gains adequate manifestation in the totality of its manifold, particular, concrete forms. But in that case, its expression in an infinite series is ever incomplete and deficient in unity. The expanded relative form is, however, nothing but the sum of the elementary relative expressions or equations of the first kind, such as 20 yards of linen equals one coat, 20 yards of linen equals 10 pounds of tea, etc. Each of these implies the corresponding inverted equation, one coat equals 20 yards of linen, 10 pounds of tea equals 20 yards of linen, etc. In fact, when a person exchanges his linen for many other commodities, and thus expresses its value in a series of other commodities, it necessarily follows that the various owners of the latter exchange them for linen, and consequently express the value of their various commodities in one and the same third commodity, the linen. If, then, we reverse the series, 20 yards of linen equals one coat, or equals 10 pounds of tea, etc., that is to say, if we give expression to the converse relation already implied in the series, we get the general form of value. End of chapter 1, section 3, part 2